Welcome to the Agent of Wealth podcast with Mark Boudis from Boudis Financial. In this podcast, Mark helps guide you towards financial freedom, ensure you never run out of money, and create a balance in life that prioritizes what is most important to you. Join us for this journey as Mark draws from years of expertise and guest experts to solve the multiple wealth building challenges involved in your financial life. Welcome back to the Agent of Wealth podcast. On today's show, I brought on a special guest, Alan Rolnick. Alan is a CPA based in Sunnyside, Queens. Alan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Great. So can you give us a little background on your, your practice that you have in Queens? I have uh, a small, I started out having a small accounting, pra- a traditional accounting practice. Uh, and I was doing that for, I don't know, 25, 30 years. And then I decided that I didn't want to do this anymore. So I started to look into things to, to be, you know, to be done. And I dis- discovered that I like solving people's problems with the, that they have with the, with the, with the Internal Revenue Service. Mm-hmm. And so I, I decided to, to move in that direction, and that's what I'm doing now. Oh, cool. So I guess, you know, in addition to doing tax planning, prepping and returns, your specialty is really dealing with people's problems with, when it comes to the IRS? Right. It's, 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 a, it's a client having a problem with the, with the government, mm-hmm. uh, and they don't know what to do. Uh, and I wouldn't wouldn't expect them to wouldn't expect them to know what to do, right? Uh, and so that's where I get involved. And so I help I really help solve uh, you know their problem. And in some cases, I've I've saved their financial life. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure. And what is, does it all start with that letter in the mail from from the IRS usually? Or starts with a simple letter, you know that that uh, from, from the government saying that uh, we've adjusted your tax return mm-hmm. uh, and you owe. Hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. That's I'm exaggerating, but with one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and so people tend to see a letter from the Internal Revenue Service, and they put it on the side because they don't want to deal with it. Right. Then the second letter comes. They don't open that one either. And then the third letter comes, and they still haven't opened it. Finally, finally, the certified letter comes, and that's the one where the government says. We're going to levy your wages. We're going to take you know take away your bank account. We're going to sell your children, and we're going to you know you know uh, possibly take your mother-in-law away. Yeah. Uh, and so, and does that usually kick them into into gear to like finally addressing it? That's the one that gets opened. That's the one that scares the the, the hell out of out of people, and that's when they call me. Yeah. So, what's the process of you know starting to deal with something? Well, like that? How did, what, where do you where do you start? I need powers of attorney. Uh, I need to pull the transcripts, you know, from their from their tax account. Uh, we see what's going on, and then we start to figure out, you know, what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, they qualify for having their uh, tax liability reduced. In many cases, they can pay it. They can pay it out over a period of uh, of time, and in some cases, they can pay pay partially, pay the liability partially until the Statue of limitations runs out, mm-hmm. and when statue, which, which is how long? How long is that? The statute. Well, it's from the date of assessment, which means when the government says that you owe the tax, they have ten years to collect it. Okay. Okay. So in a lot of in some cases, not not in too many, but in some cases, they they are close to where the statute of limitations is running to the you know it's running out. 
And so what we might do is we may offer a partial payment to the government until that until that process you know runs itself and then mm-hmm. then they're done. Then the government can't collect them anymore. Yeah. Is it is the advice to open up that first letter or the advice is to open up that first letter. Yeah. And we can deal with it before before it gets to the point uh, where they're going to, you know, take you know, threat take the uh, wages out of you know the, 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 back, the back taxes out of your paycheck or social security mm-hmm. check or or you know even that, that when you reach uh, fifty nine and a half they can go into your IRA and do it but they usually don't do that. Mm-hmm. And the, I mean, does the IRS ever make a mistake where you look at yeah. something, come back, and you say this yeah. shouldn't be? You shouldn't have levied one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, they make mis- they make mistakes all all the time. Uh, you know, letters go out when they shouldn't. Uh, you know, a lot of times the taxpayers don't, a lot of times the taxpayers don't even get the first, second, and, and possibly the third letter. And what comes is the certified letter. Mm-hmm. But they, they do make mistakes. And it's my job, you know, my job to, to protect the rights of the, of the client and, you know, and, and have that liability if it's not right, uh, reduced or wiped out. Mm-hmm. And I know you mentioned pull, one of the steps, the first steps is pulling the transcripts. Do you, are you the uh, accountant on these taxpayers that have the issues or is it mixed? Like sometimes they don't even, you know, you didn't file a tax return, and, well, but you're helping out with the problem. I would prefer not that, that it's not one of my clients. I hope it's not one of my clients. Mm-hmm. I did the tax return. Uh, but in most case, in most of these cases, I haven't done the tax return. Ninety percent of the cases, I have not done the tax return. Uh, It's better for the uh, it's better for the uh, uh, for the client if I hadn't done the tax return, Uh, because the government looks at it differently. If the accountant who prepared the tax return uh, goes in to defend it, defend the tax return. Then if somebody you know who hasn't hasn't seen it before comes in, they, they just feel that sometimes the uh, whoever prepares it sometimes they feel that uh, that the person who prepares the return is going to throw the client under the bus to protect its own backside. Sometimes, sometimes that sometimes it happens. I would I would and I would hope that that in most cases it doesn't. You know that's not the way. You know that's not the way the uh, the preparer would uh, would do that. Mm-hmm. And what do you see the most common reason why the IRS will come with a letter like that? Is it they, they claim the deduction that they shouldn't? They didn't uh, include income. Yeah, it could be it could be any other any number of things. Uh, they could have left something off the tax return, some income that they didn't report. Generally, I mean that that's an easy thing to fix. Uh, they could have taken a deduction that they shouldn't have. Uh, they could have overstated their deductions. Uh, you know, uh, these are all accidental in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, make people make mistakes. They're 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 uh, you know they're human like everybody else. Uh, and the third thing which shouldn't really happen these days is that there's a mathematical error somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, or you put down your you know you put about down the wrong amount of estimated taxes paid uh, and withholding paid. Uh, things like that can trigger it. And then there's the last thing uh, is the Government lottery, eating me, mining mo, and you're the one that's going to get audited. And yeah. In that in that case, they probably they will audit everything on that tax return. Mm-hmm. 
And I know you you mentioned partial payments. Is there a way to negotiate with the IRS in terms of the amount that yeah that you'll pay? There, there is. So like so, what I do is I go go in. Uh, we uh, agree on certain things. We don't agree on other things. Uh, and we come to uh, we do a financial statement on the on the client. And depending on his ability, his or her ability to pay, that's how that's how the uh, the liability gets negotiated. And do you see them negotiating a lot? Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll negotiate if you know as long as you're as long as you're not trying to bullshit them, right? You know, if you're if you're, if you're telling them the truth and don't ever lie to an IRS agent, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. you know that's the worst thing that 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 you can possibly do in this situation is uh, is to lie to an IRS agent. It's also a federal crime to do so. Uh, but if you know, you, you show you, you show that 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 you that this guy can't pay anything, or he can pay. This is what he can afford, and we do that by by getting all the financial stuff, all the financial information from the uh, from the client. Mm-hmm. And can like a tax liability like this, or or a tax issue, drive someone to de- have to declare bankruptcy? Uh yes. But the funny thing about that is that the tax the taxes won't be won't be discharged. Okay, so it may not even help. I mean, in that, in that in that case, they may not even help. You have to wait. You have to declare bankruptcy three years after the uh, after the tax has been uh, uh, after the tax return has been filed and the tax assessed. You have to wait the three years, and if you, oh. and if you don't file on time, then the whole the, 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 the ball game's over. You're still liable for those taxes, right? But even during bankruptcy, these these wages don't aren't aren't dismissed. No. I'm sorry, these taxes these taxes no, aren't may not, may not be not necessarily may not happen. Mm-hmm. So it depends it depends on the timing of the of the filing of the bankruptcy, and uh, and uh, you know when you filed your tax returns. It's a big it's a big it's, it's a complicated process, and even you know even uh, many many of us don't don't uh, don't get don't get it right the first time. Yeah. How long do you see like some of these issues taken? I know, I know it could vary, but are, are these things that take years to 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 resolve? Now, now it's taking a longer time because many of the IRS offices are not open yet. Mm-hmm. All, all their all their uh, workers are working from home. That they you know, they have less access to the to records and things get just take are just taking longer to do. And they try. I think they're trying to do the you know the job the best job that they can given given the. Uh, you know, given the circumstances, uh, but it's going it to take a, you have to figure uh, at least a year, at least a year before anything gets settled. Yeah, I know you mentioned they could uh, garnish your wages. They may, you know, take some of your social security. They may even go into an IRA. What else? Could, are there other things that they can do well, to get their money? Okay, in, th- in theory, they can they can they can take away your house, but that has to go up the ladder. Then they have to get permission from from the higher ups before they can take your house away, um, mm-hmm. unless unless they feel that the that the uh, light, you know that they're in jeopardy of not getting anything, you right? Know, unless unless they feel that you're pulling, trying to pull the wool over their eyes and they see that that you're not you're not you're not uh, helping to play you're not playing ball with them to, mm-hmm. to a certain to some extent, uh, but uh, you know whatever you own they can they can they can basically take. Mm-hmm. And do you see them? I mean, 
Do you see them doing that a lot of times? Going, going right up now, right now, not doing it right now. Not right, not right now. They they're not uh, they're not doing that sort of stuff. Uh, they're from what I am understanding is that they're gearing up, you know, to 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 enforce to enforce the uh, the people that haven't filed uh, to enforce you know people who owe them the back taxes. They're they're gearing up for that, but right as of as of t- today. Uh, they are not going, you know, they're not following through. And I don't know what's going to happen after the first of the year. Yeah. And do you see a lot where taxpayers just don't even file a return? Yes. And, you know, they, for whatever reason, you know, somebody, God forbid, gets sick. You know, they've had they've had a divorce. Uh, you, know, you know, they've lost their job. And, and so they say, all right, I haven't got the money, so I'm not going to file the return. Bad mistake. Mm-hmm. Need to file the return, and then we, then we can negotiate the payment later. But you got to get the returns filed. And what happens is they miss the first year. Second year comes along, and some other some, something else happens, and they don't do the second you know, second year, and it builds up. And before you know it, they owe five years worth of tax returns. And just snow, snowballs after so that, right? Snowballs, right. So what do you do? You just go. You have to go back and recreate uh, every yeah. every year that they missed. Well, we have to go back and uh, prepare the the. The current year, and then you have to go back six years after that. Mm-hmm. And then, then you're considered to be in compliance, even though you may not have filed for 10, 10, 15 years. And so there's, I mean, there's penalties on both not filing and also right. if there was a tax liability that wasn't paid, right. correct? And sometimes, and sometimes we can get the, the penalties reduced or removed. Sometimes, not all the time. And do you see it, you know, just as kind of a, a mistake they didn't file, or do you see people like intentionally? I, I would say I would say most of the people that haven't filed have not done have not done so intentionally. Something right. something along the way happened. Uh, there was a tragedy in their, in their lives. Uh, you know, things happen. Life happens, and it just got away from them. And so they 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 come in. They come in because maybe they're they're getting remarried and and the and the uh, the new wife wants knows finds out about the situation and she wants them to clean up the mess, you know before before they get before they get married because she doesn't want to be involved with that stuff, or it could be anything, you know something happens along the way that, that gets them to 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 you know come in and and, uh, and you know clean things up. And how does it on the IRS side? Do they? Is there some kind of like master list where if someone doesn't file, they get an alert, or is it well, uh, like a lottery that that you were talking about before, where they check, or is it something like a W two was filed or a ten ninety nine and and it didn't match up? W two was filed for them, uh, okay. and the IRS, the IRS, you know, somehow in their computers they they get notified that this return wasn't filed, and then they send out the letter, and right. oh, it snowballs from there. If you don't respond to the to the uh, to the letter, you always always respond to the letter because it only only can get worse. It's not going to. It's certainly not going to. Certainly not going to fix the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. I could see it just getting worse and worse. Yeah, and I'll just address it, even if it's. If right. it's, a, you know, it's, it's like it's like that. You know, it's like uh, it's like a medical problem. You know, you, you know something's wrong. You got to go in and have the doctor check. You don't have a check. It's not getting. It's not going to get better by itself. Yeah, yeah. It's probably only just going to get worse. Right. If you ignore it. Right. 
Yeah. So we, we've had a lot of tax law changes over the past couple of years. We had the Tax Cuts and Job Act, the Secure Act, the CARES Act this year. Are you seeing any issues with taxpayers and anything from those bills that come up? Uh, a lot of people can't pay them. Can't pay right. them. Can't pay the bills. And, you know, and uh, so, but right now the government doesn't appear to be enforcing that too much. I think that's going to change, you know, once, once we, we get into January. You're going to start seeing the letters. I think some of the letters are starting to go out now. Uh, you're going to start seeing the letters, uh, you know, go out and enforce. And, and then uh, there's going to be a lot of negotiation being done because a lot of, a lot of people out of, out of work. They've been out of work since, since, uh, since March, uh, and they just don't have the money. And is it, are you seeing it mostly with the, the, the taxpayers that are making the quarterly estimated payments? Because I guess if you're a W-2, you should be having – Well, you should, should be having pay, uh, withholdings on yeah, that. Right? Theoretically, you should, you should be having withholdings. You may not have enough, but you, but you have them. Uh, but they, there's no withholdings on the, on the, on the unemployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you unless you request it, uh, and there's no withholding on Social Security unless you request it. So there, the, you know, the problem could arise where you're underpaid come the time the tax returns filed. So yeah, I mean, you have to you have to plan these things out. You have to you have to check your withholdings. You have to check, uh, you know, that your estimated taxes are covering what your what your income is, and that takes planning. If you don't plan, then all bets are off come April because the, your your preparer can't nothing he can do, right? At that point, yeah. And I know I know you mentioned um, negotiating for a reduced you know tax payment that you have to make. Um, will they also come up with like a payment plan yes. where you don't you don't owe the full amount at once, and maybe you can spread it out over a certain period of time? You generally, spread it out over. Uh, I think it's seventy. I think it's seventy two months. Okay, so you whatever amount spread it out over seventy two months, and I guess there's some kind of interest that's right, right. that's paying up. Right, there's interest and there's pe- penalties, but like I said, you may be we may be able to get the penalties uh, uh, adjusted or or totally gone, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess that's that option is something that's potentially before they come in and start garnishing wages and putting liens on things. Uh, well, even when they get to the point of levying, of, put, of putting a you know. Getting the point of putting the levy on the account, you could still you could still negotiate a payment plan. Okay, There's no such thing as that, that, that you that you can't. Once mm-hmm. once they take the money out, then then all bets are off. Right. You never go, you never, you never go they, I mean, that's that's probably a a strict payment plan where if you're missing payments, it's a it's a problem. If you're missing payments back to the IRS, uh, I, I don't quite understand the question. So so. You know, if if it's not like a credit card where if you miss a payment or late on a payment, you can make it up. Or is it a you know what, what happens to the payment plan if you missed a couple? Oh of no, payments? they'll send you a letter and they may and they may say you know you missed such and such. Uh, we're going to revoke your your payment your installment agreement that you made with us if you if you if you if you don't catch up. Or and if we and if you don't if you ignore them. They'll come in and, and and start the collection process all you know, all over again, and then, and they'll go right right for the money where the where the money is to, and take it take it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do you see him coming after like payroll payroll taxes or, or coming after company? Yeah, yeah. Payroll, payroll taxes are a different or a different or a different story. 
the portion that's withheld from the employees, that's that's what they call uh, trust fund taxes. Your employer is personal. Not only is, is his company per- liable for the for that for that part of it, but the owners of the company, if if they're you know, if they're able to sign the checks to pay the taxes, the payroll taxes, and they and they don't, then the government can come after them for the entire amount. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so you don't. That's something you really don't want to mess with at all. I mean, you know, it's one thing to not pay your income tax. It's quite another to not pay the payroll taxes of your employees. Uh, that's that's a bit that's that's big trouble. Yeah, and uh, you know, you can and that that they will come and take you know, possibly take your house away for that. <coughs> what um you know, aside from opening up that first letter, what are what other advice do you have to people to not getting this into a problem with the IRS or? How best you know to make the process with well, you helping them out go as smooth as possible. Any any return that you that you file is subject subject to audit. I don't care. I don't care how simple it is, how complicated it is. So I mean, you do you do the right you do the best you can. You hire a professional to, you know, if you're making doing having more than than uh, W two, or or uh, you know some interest in the bank or, or maybe you got a stock dividend here and there. You know, you can do that. That probably do that tax return by yourself. You know, if you start getting into complicated things like you know pensions and uh, and uh, you know you own some property, you own some real estate that you that you're collecting rent on, you're best going to a professional to get to get it done. You know, don't don't try to don't try to you know tackle this yourself because the laws are complicated and you may miss something uh, that could you know that could raise a question. Or you could be, uh, uh, you know, missing deductions that you're entitled to. So my advice is to get a professional if you're if you're a little more 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 complicated than than a W two or so or some bank interest. Makes sense. Yeah. Does it ever go the reverse where if you know a tax return is audited and it winds up that they actually owe less tax than than what was on the return? It, yeah, it could. Uh, the best I've seen is that there's no change, right? You know, it's, uh, unless, unless, unless there's uh, there's a, there, I don't know some miraculous payment that you made that nobody knows about, and, and, they, and they they pick it up. But uh, usually, best best uh, best case scenario is no change. Usually, yeah. usually you, don't, you don't have coming, you don't have anything coming back unless unless you know the the uh, person who's handling the order for you. Find something as he's as he's going, you know, preparing right. for the audit, and say you, you you didn't do that. You know, you could have taken this, you could have taken that, and so uh, you know, it depends. Yeah, can you can like the taxpayer go as the audit's being done by the IRS? Can the taxpayer go back and review it with their yes tax preparer and, and say, well, we yeah. could have done this and and yeah, absolutely, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, generally what I what I what I do is I uh, if I get a case like that I'll call I'll call the preparer and say you know and try to get him, try to get him to fix it. Yeah. Uh, so I know you have a your own podcast, the Tax Resolution Ninja Show. What do you talk about on your show? I talk about anything. You know, any, all all matters of uh, all matters of, uh, of of life. We uh, we talk about taxes. We talk about economics. We talk about um, medical stuff, 
uh, sales and marketing. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm all, I'm all over the board. I, it's not right now. It's not limited to to just tax t- taxes. And I, and I enjoyed and I enjoyed doing it. I have I have a lot of fun. Do you do is it your own? You do do it yourself, or do you bring on guests on that? I bring I bring guests on uh, on 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 the on the, on the podcast. Uh, I've tried. I've tried doing some episodes by myself. But they, don't, they don't work. Yeah, <laughs> talk into, right? yeah, it doesn't work. I, I can't interview myself. It does, just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And plus, the, if you're talking about taxes and tax problems all the time, I'm right. sure right. You're, you're into yeah. some deep, uh, deep topics. That's right. I think. That's right. Who's going to, yeah. Who wants to listen to that stuff? Nobody wants to listen to that stuff. People equate, uh, you know, a painful experience of going to the dentist. I'm sure yeah. dealing with the tax issues, yeah, yeah we're, just much, if not even more uh, painful than that. We're probably one step below, yeah, <laughs> or, <laughs> or one step above. I don't remember which. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're just about out of time. Thanks for Alan. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate you having me on. That, that's really very nice. I, this was a lot of fun. If anyone wants to find out more about you or more about the services that you can help with, how best can they reach out to you? They can reach out to me uh, at www.tristatetaxresolution.com or my phone number is 718-841-7317. Perfect. And we'll link to both of those in the in the show notes. So yeah, thanks again, Alan. And thank you everyone for listening in today. I appreciate it. I appreciate you having me on and I'd like to do this again sometime. Thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Boutis Financial. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial planning and investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investments and financial planning.